Coming to you from your mom's house. What? Don't bring my mother into this. Get out of here. Get out. <laughs> your mom. It's Chris, Christina, and that guy. With your mom. I don't have to take this. It's the little podcast of wars. Hello, friends. And enemies. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Christina. I, oh. <laughs> I, that, that, that's a little too cozy language. I'm not I'm not comfortable with it. You're not comfortable a with bunch of, enemies? A bunch of a bunch of strangers, stranger danger. I'm not taking your candy. I'll I mean, you, no. you know, or maybe you know, they're not all strangers. Some of them might be just acquaintances, people we met. Yeah, I know. I, I mm. lied. I know a few of our listeners, but the rest of y'all, I'm not taking your candy. Don't. Don't push it on me. I'm not taking it. My weakness is Snickers. I'm just throwing that out there. Mm. Don't approach me in a white yeah. unmarked van with no windows. Don't do so it. So make sure to approach him in a blue van with some decals. That's yeah, that's yeah. that's less creepy. That's and, more likely to get my if you me. have the Scooby Doo van, the mystery machine, James will hop in. Like, hello there, James. You want to come <laughs> on and solve the mystery with us? We're ready. We're ready. <laughs> I don't know. I don't trust all those the, the perpetually high people to drive safely in their van. I'm gonna <laughs> die. High people? What? Are you talking about Shaggy? Because <clears throat> Shaggy never drove the mystery van. That was contact high, man. That was always Fred. <laughs> Fred, yeah, Fred always no. drove, right? Fred always drove, high. and and he never. Everybody's got a contact and high. We, no, no, but that's not <laughs> yeah, a thing. Facts. That's not that's not a thing. There's no there's no real contact high. Doesn't it doesn't I'm happen? Not I'm not gonna die. Well, I mean, <laughs> the fact is, it's like if if somebody's driving high, they're gonna be doing like five miles an hour. <laughs> the only reason you're yeah. gonna be like pissed off is to be like, shit, no, I can get out walk faster. It's like, have you ever tried to pull over somebody who is high? Like, you can just walk up to the door, like, come don't on, man. Try to pull over anybody. Like, they don't have to pull over. They just kind of, they kind of like. It's not really my hobby of choice. They just. The co- <laughs> I, like to, I like to pull people like, over for fun. Like, all right, man. All right, stop. Stop now. Put the brake on. The brake. It's the one on the left. There you go. Like, dude, <laughs> put it in out. park. Put it in park. <laughs> and if anything, and if worse comes to worse, you'll be like, hey, man, I got a sandwich. Come here. And they'll be like, oh, shit, yeah. I'm starving. Anyway, hmm. hey, guys. Well, what? Oh, yeah, welcome. <laughs> welcome to Little Podcast of Horrors. I'm, I'm Christina. Damn right you are. <laughs> I am uh, Cristobal, greatest Christina? lover. The okay. Cristobal, the greatest lover that ever lived. And that's the silent guy is James. <laughs> you made me myself. I already the haunting that. figure in the, the corner. Five minutes ago. The haunting figure in body the body darkness. Body. By the window, who is questioning all his life choices? That is my dearest friend, James. 
Oh man. Well, what are you guys drinking? What am I always drinking? I'm drinking me bourbon. I'm drinking some bourbon. Bourbon. <laughs> um, it's got a little nice little mix in here this time. Um, it's bourbon and there's some honey and uh coconut. Um yeah, it's good. It's like a little, little sweetened bourbon. Sounds Bullet delicious. bourbon. So to pull the curtain away and show the man behind the curtain just a little bit. Oh, I got that okay. reference. We, we on occasion. <laughs> that's good, job. good job right there. We, we on occasion record some of these episodes back to back. So I am still drinking my growler <laughs> of bangering from the previous <clears throat> episode. Still Actually, we guys don't let it don't let him feel you, fool you. We we recorded that like let a week a, week and a half ago. Every time I've called him for the last seven days, I'm like, "Hey, what are you what are you doing right now?" And he's just like, "I'm drinking the bangerang." Have you even <laughs> stopped drinking the bangerang? I, I suddenly <laughs> took on a deep Southern accent. That's right. <laughs> he's just like, "I'm drinking the bangerang." Drinking How you doing? Bangerang. It's good. It's tasty. That's right. I mean, he does live in Texas, guys. So. <clears throat> Dang old man, oh. Are any of you stalkers? He's in the great state of Texas. Good luck. Go find him. <laughs> Tag, you're it. Don't encourage them, Chris. <laughs> well, we're famous podcasters. Um, <laughs> some detective of an obsessed fan who wants my body is going to figure this out and connect the dots. <laughs> it, okay, the two people in this podcast already know where you live, so... Like when oh, they no. come and they want, <laughs> they want these nips, and then I'm gonna be the subject of the show. Oh, yeah, one of my episodes. Yes, one of your episodes. One I of mean, episodes. when they start showing up, at, if they start showing up at my house, which I don't know why they would, I'm just gonna no. be like, here's my butt, I'm against no, the window. My torso. <laughs> well. It's nice to be wanted. Everybody wants you. Well, anyway, today's my episode. <laughs> She's like, today's my episode. <laughs> you two shut the hell up. <laughs> Christina's going to go now. Get your anti-depression meds. Here Get your going. tissues ready. <laughs> Were you having a okay. good day? Well, here comes the darkness. I'm going <laughs> to shit all over that. <laughs> <laughs> No, okay. I mean, there is some darkness, but it is. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, there is some darkness, and you're probably <laughs> going to cry after this. But you know what? You came here, so it's your you fault. Looking, you it's your fault. You were looking for it. <laughs> but this is actually a topic that James gave to me. You know, we've been kind of giving oh, each other yes. episodes. I'm waiting for this one. Yeah, so this one is not my normal murder story. Yeah, um, they probably say the same thing when you, they're going to say the same thing when you walk out the door. Your stalker James. <laughs> they're going to be like, I've been, I've been waiting for this one. She's outside <laughs> now. Look how beautiful he is. Gorgeous locks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, less murder more culty 
Yeah. I like Which... my drinks with a little less murder and a little more culty. And just a <laughs> dash of orange bitters. But not one of those murder cults, because those do exist. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, all right. So our story today is about the mo- modern mystery school. Um AKA Thor's cult, which I think is what James called it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. So oh, trigger warning. Yeah. Trigger warning right up front. There is gonna be some talk of like sexual exploitation. Okay. Oh no. Um, um <clears throat> like people or children. Yes. No, no children. No okay, children. Okay, good. Grown people, but still <laughs> it's still not okay. Still not okay, but not children this time, Chris, because I know I've, like, I think my last story had kids in it, and I'm sorry about that. (laughs) You don't need to apologize. I told you in the last episode, I'm like, you're bringing attention to that. You're like, no, (laughs) you're fine. Okay. So, the Modern Mystery School is run by a gent named Goodney goodnessen and you guys oh, i'm so sorry what <laughs> I okay this is pre- this just feels like the next netflix special <laughs> i'm here for it the Arcade. i cannot pronounce icelandic names <laughs> i need that to be the correct pronunciation <laughs> what is the name of this, this i choose place? to believe it. what is it called the place is modern mystery school the welcome to the modern mystery school head dean is goody gooderson <laughs> So, let me say his full name so you guys can laugh at me. It's Goody, 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 Good, Good, Good Gitterson. <laughs> the eighth. The third. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodney Haldor Goodnison Von Torridson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. Say that one more time. <laughs> With gusto. And I am probably not saying any of those names right, but here we go again. One time for Chris, just to make his life happy. Er. Goodney Haldor. Haldor. Goodnesson. Goodnesson. Von Von, Torridson. Von Torridson. Goody Haldor. Gooder Von Goodison. This is like Viking with a little dash of German. For flavor yeah kind of <laughs> and then you have to like you have to snort like i did that just adds the passants to it <laughs> wait the what <laughs> the passants the passants <laughs> the passants the balloon the just like <laughs> all right so i'm gonna call him good because it's easier for me i'm gonna call him um, gg GG G how the work good is and how the hell are you? Son of a bitch. I haven't seen you in a in an age. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well, good knee. GG was born in Iceland on May 9th, 1958. And he is a twin, but his was twin... his twin Patty. The Goody and Patty. It's Goody and Patty. Goody uh, and Patty. Did Goody not get the name of the twin brother. No, 
So he's born a twin, but his twin actually dies only hours after they're born. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, now I feel I feel like garbage. I'm sorry. Continue. Well, he killed him in the a... womb. <laughs> Maybe he did. I wouldn't put it past him. He makes a lot of claims. Oh wait, he. You're talking about Goody killed him in the womb. Okay. Yeah. Be a very short episode of Goody was dead. <laughs> yeah. End of story. Bye. <laughs> No, okay. So I thought you were trying to say that I killed him in the womb. I'm like, what? Christopher. (laughs) Well, 20 years before he was born. (laughs) 20? 1958? I don't know. 21. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, well, anyway, so. This is kind of, we, we get started right out the gate with Goodney here making some pretty big claims. So his twin brother dies at birth. Um, and Goodney claims that his brother actually stays He comes out of the womb making big claims. I didn't do it! <laughs> He's got like a knife in his hand, his little baby hand. <laughs> I am innocent. No, but he does claim that his brother stays with him spiritually to advise him on the spiritual realm so he's advised by a baby all the time yes a baby spirit (laughs) goo goo gaga goo goo gaga oh no kidding so goodney also claims as a young person that he would like leave his body as a child so he's basically astral projection yeah who wouldn't you know you get distracted you wander off from your body it happens Mm -hmm. your kids it totally happens normal stuff kid shenanigans so you know i mentioned the thor cult right so guni also believes that he is a direct lineage to the god thor believes or (laughs) Or is. <laughs> He's like, I took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that bitch. Ancestry.com, baby. <laughs> Daddy, Thor. Daddy, boom, Thor. <laughs> All right. So, Goodney already has a very color- colorful childhood. It was in but, his genes, but Thor, he was born. Oh, nailed it. <laughs> wow. No words. I'm going to take a sip of my wine on that. Mm-hmm. He's been carrying around his twin all day, and his arms are so Thor. <clears throat> so, in his early 20s, he gets some mentors, which are... And Thor's. I- Icelandic twins. <laughs> so the twins are named. Okay, were they is, hot Icelandic twins? You know, I don't know. Um. Well, okay, I'm not going to give anything away. We're going to talk about it in a second, but I don't know. I don't know if they were or not. But their names are Hoker. <laughs> Come again. <laughs> Sorry. Poker face, poker face. I thought you said hooker. No, 
It's poker. Oh, they have poker. to be Icelandic twins. I thought you said <laughs> poker. <laughs> and James, be serious. Hoarder. <laughs> Is it said just like that? Oh, <laughs> I can't say it, so I say it in slow motion. Um, last name Harderson. <laughs> okay. What? This is our this is our friend Hrothgar Peopleson. His name is. <laughs> And Zeus Johnson. <laughs> His name is Holdar Warderson. I'm going to call them Triple H. Because yeah. I can't say go. any of this. So Triple H, they're artists and they are martial arts experts. Do, do, do. I mean, what else they were do they do? Ninjas? Yes, they were. So these two twins actually did develop a martial arts style. Viking ninjas. Man, I am here for it. And just wait. Just wait. All right. So they developed their own martial arts style called Kimiwasa. Yeah. um, Which incorporates dance and self-defense techniques. Sounds like my... It sounds like my yes. kind of martial arts. Yes. They're hot Icelandic Viking ninjas who dance fights. <laughs> Please continue. Do we so... make you hard? Well, <laughs> we should. Because I'm Hardison. <laughs> oh so the <laughs> Triple H twins in 1984, they're asked to work on a film called When the Raven Flies. Is this before or after their Eurovision career? <laughs> or when they did Deep Throat After, Part I two. think. <laughs> Deep Throat Hodgson? It's after because that's why, you know, they obviously get this role in this film, right? No, okay. But really, they, they get on this film called When the Raven Flies. It is a Viking epic. And um, it's apparently like one of the most loved films in Iceland. Like it's a it's a big deal. Nice. So those are his mentors. Well, Gutney follows them and gets a small part on the film, probably because of his connection with them. And he leaves behind a wife and child to do so. <laughs> so he Not actually, <laughs> yeah. So he has to do this scene where he's like throwing knives and he does such a good job in the scene that the director makes Goodney his stunt coordinator for the rest of the like film production. And they teach him the secret art of dance fighting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So he's really attached to these twins. He's following them around. And after this film, he follows the twins to Sweden. So he performs with them. He lives with them. Like, Attached at the hip. He it's at this point in Sweden where he like dedicates himself to the secret societies and paranormal, occult, like spiritualism kind of stuff. As you do. 
As you do. What in Sweden? <clears throat> Why not? All right. And I just wanted to read this quote. So, oh, I didn't tell you my sources, but I'm going to be referencing a Vice article that this dude did that was really good. It was really extensive. He talked to a lot of the like former members of the mystery school. Um, Vice also did a documentary that they put on YouTube that was really good, but the article was really detailed. So I do suggest that. And um, I'll put that in our show notes so everybody can kind of go to that. But all right. So this is a quote from Vice. All right. So <laughs> good old Goodney. He has claimed to have studied with numerous ancient mystery schools in Tibet, Africa, Transylvania, and Japan, and is, according to various biographies posted online, <laughs> a martial arts master, a doctor of metaphysics, the recipient of awards including Poet of the Year, and trainer to bodyguards of the Dalai Lama. So just to kind of give you a general idea of like the grandeur. That I, like I wonder how Thor is. feels about his descendant becoming poet of the year. Poet of the year. Yeah. He's probably it's like all of these God's children. I mean, first we had Jesus's brother, you know, going <laughs> off to, 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 to pursue his, to abandon everything for his music career. Meanwhile, Thor's over here and it's like a poet. You, you, you want to become a poet really? <laughs> What well, also, Thor do? I, also, I want to see the receipts on this. Like, in what like institution named him Poet of the Year? Because <laughs> I want one. I don't know. <laughs> That's how I want to introduce myself to people. Mm -hmm. I'm a doctor of metaphysics. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So, here are some other things to add to Goodney's resume. All right not enough that's not enough There's you gotta know everything here more. there is goonie is a well like rounded individual okay <laughs> do not underestimate him <laughs> so he claims initiation into the following the lineage of king solomon um celtic medicine man <laughs> <laughs> He's also a Viking shaman, a druid priest, a Templar Celtic knight. medicine man. That's a <laughs> spinoff of uh, Jane Seymour's show from Dr. the Quinn. 90s. Dr. <laughs> Quinn, medicine woman. Now it's Celtic yes. medicine man. We're going to go back even further. Also, he's related to Thor. Figure that one out. <laughs> so he's a real life Mary Sue is what I'm getting here. <laughs> uh, Yes. Okay. And... Egyptian high priest of Isis. Oh, he's totally a Mary Sue. <laughs> and everybody loves him. He's best friends <laughs> with all the main characters. So, okay, with the Egyptian high priest of Isis, this is a direct quote from his website, the Modern Mystery School's website, okay? So he's authorized to do the work by the hierarchy of light in all manner with the highest powers given to a human. So he's very modest. Um, <clears throat> also claims like induction into the mysteries of like the Great Pyramid of Giza. So, oh yeah, this is big time, guys. 
You've hit the mm-hmm. big times now. We're talking about the pyramids of Giza. <laughs> um, and I do have a couple more things actually that I didn't like lump into the same notes, but here we go. <laughs> so yeah. he also <laughs> PS, he also claims to be high priest. Oh, oh, to have like high rewind. <laughs> he claims that high priest Melchizedek. Oh, Melchizedek? <laughs> is he I is don't he know. completely is that bringing Melchizedek into this? I guess so. I didn't know who that was. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Real primer on Melchizedek. Yeah. So he's a Old Testament, uh, this really mysterious priest who pops up in the Old Testament over and over again. With all the big figures, like, um, I forget who exactly, I want to say Abraham and, and some others, but he keeps popping up. And he's, and anytime he's introduced in the text, he's like a big deal, but nothing, none of the text ever says exactly who he is or where he came from. So he's this very mysterious, just out of nowhere priest who keeps showing up, who's like a big deal to everybody. Is he immortal? <laughs> well, I, I don't know about that, but, uh, it's just, he's, <laughs> He's a big everybody deal. Immortal in my day and age. He's just a seems... high priest, and everybody takes him super seriously, and we have no idea why. That is wild. Okay, so yes, I think this is the same person, right? So I guess a spirit, or he's immortal, has bestowed priesthood powers upon him. So, <laughs> yeah, but Melchizedek, that's some serious street cred right there. Well, there you go. Take him seriously. All right, it's not a laughing matter. Um. Also studied with the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, which I actually did know of, but I didn't know of the high priest Mel- Melchizedek. What did how did you say it? Melchizedek. Melchizedek. Okay. So <clears throat> he's hanging out in Sweden with his bros and decides to leave Sweden. Deuces out. Okay, but he actually had another wife in Sweden too, so he's like bye bitch and leaves her <laughs> like he did his other <laughs> wife <laughs> oh my god who would decide i was about to say who decides to leave sweden that place is just right? amazing and, and now she's all like really going about I mean, it wrong what you do when you go to sweden is form a metal band oh yes actually with a name like that if you're your friends are all have you know top those kind of names he's got a good form point. A metal band you do some symphonic metal and that's your life well, he has dedicated himself to other things, okay? Yeah, that, Bigger that's things. where he went wrong. He's doing a lot. Can he really fit in being in a heavy metal band? <laughs> yes, he absolutely can. <laughs> when your lineage is freaking <clears throat> Thor, you're gonna wind up in a metal band or you're doing it that's wrong. That's true. And you're that's descended true. from the mighty Thor. You go with a metal band, jamming it hard on an axle. Well, I mean, are you even really living? No, you're not. When you're jamming out, your arms must be so sore. (laughs) Okay. So he deuces out, leaves his second wife um, in Sweden. And returns to Iceland to teach Kimuasa, the 
martial arts technique that his He's mentors invented. Yes, he's dance was, fighting. I really hope it was breakdance fighting. <laughs> I have to wonder. That would know, be so cool. I wonder, <laughs> you know, when he's, you know, teaching dance fighting at some point, like hours after lecture after lecture, does his uh his arms must be so sore. <laughs> You know, He's like, gonna do this the entire time. Yep, I'm gonna do <laughs> this the entire time because it's the you know, only every pun time I have. He does dance fighting. It's to '90s techno. <laughs> it's gotta be <laughs> with a really deep B. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, what is that? <clears throat> All right, so he goes to Iceland to teach this Kimiwasa technique that his mentors created and when he advertises for the classes and that, that's what they have during the the techno is they just have a sample of voice going kibawasa kibawasa okay so when he's advertising for the classes he claims that uh, this is a an ancient martial art style, like sixteen hundred years old. Okay. Um. Well, the when ancient, uh, the ancient style of dance fighting, the ancient style of dance fighting that was only invented these, like fifteen years prior. These <laughs> moves go all the way. Fighting. These moves go all the way back to the fifteenth century. What's my origins of techno? And if you don't believe me, all you have to know is. I'm descended from Thor. I wonder what 1500s techno would sound like. Probably would have like a, I don't know, violin and a a leer. I don't know. Le- I was gonna say a leer. <laughs> You'd have to have some like a leer, violins, and some sweet beats, and then mm-hmm. you have to have like, but the 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 you know the uh, what do they call singers back then? Oh, the Witcher. Uh, a uh, a bard. They'd be a like bard, the bard. Yeah. They'd be like, "What is love?" <laughs> yes, I'm here for it. Don't hurt me, baby. Don't <laughs> hurt me. No more. <laughs> Thrust your pelvic region out into the northwest. <laughs> I would listen to this. <laughs> Chase is like, I found a new musical style. We've that got I it. Really connect with. <laughs> yeah, we're forget metal. We're about to create a whole new or maybe old music genre. Classical techno. <laughs> classic classic metal techno. Do that, Goodney. <laughs> All right. So he claims this newly made up martial arts style is 1600 years old so the twins find out about this and they're like what the fuck bro <laughs> like, what? and so a quote from that vice article right hoker was i'm sorry again on the name hoker was furious and he was he like was not- there's only one way to settle this <laughs> dance, dance, dance fight me. fighting <laughs> So he dance, says, dance, techno, classical fighting. <laughs> Break out your lid. It was like, do not challenge me to a dance fight. I have the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, James. Hold on to that reference. Okay. So 
Hoker's pissed and he's like, I'm not even going to quote it anymore. I'm going to paraphrase, but this did come from the Vice article. He's like, uh, he didn't ask me permission to teach the style that I created. So, and he lied about, you know, like the, how it was created, you know, saying it's ancient. So, and this is a quote. So now we know what kind of man he is. Okay. So he's burned a bridge with those twins. And this is the section that I'm calling that I like to call in my notes the kids fight club section. So dance fight club section. <laughs> no one talks about dance fight club. Exactly. No one but talks they about might it. I dropped some sick beats about dance fight mm, club. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. So he pisses off the twins and he's like forced to stop teaching the Kimiwasa style and decides to make up his own form of martial arts. Cause he's like, if you can do it, I can do it better. <clears throat> so he makes up this own martial arts style called Fujikado. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. So he starts teaching up his made, made up style and decides he's going to host his own martial arts tournament and during that tournament there it he it's recorded (laughs) someone gets some footage of children fighting each other with no protective gear so it's like a little kids fight club making it real (laughs) yeah this sparks national outrage in iceland this is illegal they're like what the fuck this guy cannot be doing this trophies in this one (laughs) They really got to fight tooth and nail. So after the authorities catch wind of this recording, he shut down. And uh, the judo and karate associations in Iceland denounce him. They're like, we don't know who this guy is, but he has nothing to do with us. Because he also, sorry, he also claimed, Gudni also claims like being a black belt in karate. One of his many things, right? I can't keep up. So <clears throat> the judo and karate associations in Iceland are like, this guy, is, we don't know who he is. Like, he's not representing us. He's not doing our styles, you know. So he's there's a whole investigation. And he's, he's like, event- I am the uh, authority. <laughs> he is. And his arms are so Thor. I bet that was in his legal documents. It should be. So he's eventually acquitted of the illegal boxing, like kid fighting ring situation. Um, Yeah, he did. They did get him on uh, owning an air rifle, I guess was illegal. Yeah. Did he not get a hold of his, his, his ancestors hammer? I guess not. No, yeah. the horse hammer was otherwise occupied. Yeah. Yeah. The air Oof. rifle is quite a bit of a downgrade. Yeah. It, it seems like one of those situations where you want to pin it, pin them with the actual shit, but you can't. So you just like find something that you can pin them with. You know, we do that here a lot, but yes. Yeah. So they, they do sentence him to just a one year suspended sentence for that air rifle. So He's exposed for his lies. Uh, he's embarrassed from his illegal kid fighting ring. <laughs> and he apparently also is in massive debt. So 
he decides to flee Iceland once again in 1995 for the grand old United States <laughs> and lands in Utah. Can I take a sip? And he lands in Utah. Mm hmm. Thor so. versus the Mormons. <laughs> yes. Get your popcorn. <laughs> So in Utah, he starts, he tries to start several different businesses, bodyguarding. He starts a consulting. Of course it was bodyguarding. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, he did teach the Dalai Lama's bodyguards, remember? <clears throat> so, wait, Dalai Lama has bodyguards? Wait, did I not say that in one of his credentials? Oh, you probably did, but it just sunk in. Yes, I did. I did. Okay, I did. Like, what? <laughs> Wait, that that just raises all sorts of questions. <laughs> yeah. So he tries bodyguarding again in the United States in Utah. He also tries um, starting a business where he consults on how to survive school shootings. Very American. Um, and I just wrote down magic potions, how to, how and now I can't remember. Taught to, taught to you by your instructor that ascended to Thor. <laughs> yes. I am a descendant of Thor. <laughs> so, I also one more thing I had in here. I just wrote down magic potions. So this was another business. I don't know if he was making them, teaching people how to make them, but magic potions. There you go. Nice. He eventually, to add to his resume, gets a patent for a stun glove that like shoots an electric shock at the target, which actually sounds really cool. <laughs> sounds amazing. Okay. And he does start working with Amway, which is an MLM. They sell like vitamins and supplements. Oh, this wouldn't be complete without an MLM. Yeah. No. Yeah. So this is probably where he gets his inspiration for his mystery school. Just saying. Um, so it's in Utah that he meets his next wife, his third wife, Lori Seacrest, who is, um, a psychic and sp spiritual healer. And so together with Lori, they run the Triolite, Triolite or Triolite Foundation. Um, their website describes themselves as the seminar company for a new age of light. Nice. Yeah. Um, and just to kind of give you an, an, an idea, like they're still running and Lori Seacrest is still the managing director of this company. Wow. But to give you an idea of. I like to, to mix my mysticism with capitalism. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> we live in a capitalist society. We have to monetize everything we do. Right. I mean, <laughs> is there any relation no, I hate to. The play, uh, I hate the game. I mean, is right. there, also, is there any relation to Ryan Seacrest? No, no, it's not even spelled the same. I mean, <laughs> you never I can know. see it. Uh, I don't, not that I know of. And also the, the name is spelled differently. So Ryan I don't Seacrest think so. Confirmed. You heard it here first. <laughs> not confirmed. Not confirmed. Absolutely confirmed. <laughs> Beyond a shadow of any doubt. <laughs> no doubt here. Total truth. <laughs> all right so to give you an example of 
like a seminar you could take with the Triolite Foundation. Yes. This was offered back in June of this year. Nice. So, yes. So this is a Celtic shaman. Okay, hold on. Wow. I can't speak. And also the title is written weird. So <laughs> hold on. We'll just go with that. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> no. All right. So it's a Celtic shamanic 13 initiations handing down with spells and charms. So that's the seminar. That's the title of the seminar that you can take. Is the, is, is the credit transferable to other institutions? Because I need this. <laughs> it is an accredited program. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I need this in my life. Doesn't everyone? Okay. It also, quote, tuition is by donation. And then in parentheses, it says, minimum suggested donation is $1,000. Nice. Nice. <laughs> suggested i mean of course it is <laughs> and there is a facility fee though that is 650 dollars. <laughs> well you gotta somebody's gotta pay for the celtic <laughs> facility exactly it's probably their house yeah so probably leading us into the next points so <laughs> all right so they're running this foundation um one night, he and Goodney and Lori are driving uh, on the lonely roads of Idaho, <laughs> and they happen to see a plasma ship crash into a lake. And then they, took, so, the, and then they took the small child out ship. and decided. So, like, was the ship made of plasma, or did the ship <laughs> run on plasma? <laughs> I don't know. It's just plasma ship. And then they took the child out and decided they shall raise the child as their own. And the child (laughs) grew up to become... Plasma man! I kind of like... Yes. The Mars attacks. (laughs) We need to replace Chris's microphone. He tried. <laughs> he tried. Didn't take. <laughs> so they see this plasma ship crash into a lake and they're taken aboard the spacecraft. Hopefully after it came out of the lake, else that was <laughs> not going to be pleasant. That's a great question. And that's we how should aliens get... learned that humans can't breathe underwater. Nope. Oops. We should try to interview Goodney and see. <laughs> okay, so they're taken aboard this spacecraft and they're given special knowledge, which is 3,000 years of lineage. Do you know um, what was included that no- in that knowledge? How to fly a ship correctly? <laughs> I don't think that was included. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Why are aliens always crashing here? <laughs> like, apparently there are all these alien planets eager to get here, but none of them actually know. None of them pass flight, flight school. I think at this point, it's... They get here, they just ram straight to the surface. I think Maybe this... the planet is more hostile than they anticipate. Or maybe <laughs> it's just a fraternity initiation. Like, hey man, you want to be in this fraternity here in the galactic... We're going to teach you how to fly system. Good luck. You need to get drunk as shit, and then you got to 
fly towards that dipshit planet Earth. And I mean, if you crash, we're not coming for you. But, you know, if you get off there, you're in. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) It's just alien hazing. That's all it is. You want to be so, in the Galactic Command with 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 Ashtar? Well, then you're going to have to take you're going to have to drink like six bottles of Romulan ale, uh, <laughs> and then you're going to have to just drive towards that fucking dumbass blue marble. And then if you get off it, you're in. If you survive and get off it, you're in. You're in. If you don't get off of it and you end up in this place called Area 51, you tell Greg, hey, from me. (laughs) This one ship, they keep they keep getting confused because like, why does everybody (laughs) die gurgling when we bring them on board ever since we crashed (laughs) into the lake? I just want to be like, they get on the alien ship like, there are so many bottles on here. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> were, you just, were you just drunk driving? <laughs> okay. Chris is like, well, please shut the hell up. I want to finish. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, this is super fun. I just want to say doing like these culty stories are definitely more fun than the crime stories so far. The my world. Cults okay. are more fun than death. Yeah, it it took me a lot longer to do this story, though. I had a hard time kind of getting into it, but it's a lot more fun to talk about with you guys after it's complete. <laughs> Definitely. You gotta okay. think ahead when doing these. Yeah, I guess so. That's the trick. All right, so they're taken aboard this craft. The alien beings activate their DNA, give them all sorts of access to 3,000 years. They their DNA. 3,000. It gives them access to 3,000 years of, like, human knowledge or whatever. Nice. Still didn't include flying. No. Did not include flying. (laughs) Okay. So after this experience, Goodney and Lori open up the Rocky Mountain Mystery School. And that's because of like, they didn't really connect it this way. But when I was reading it, I was like, oh, well, that's why. Right. So anyway, they claimed that the aliens basically charged them with um, activating 20% of the world's population, their DNA activation, right, by 2005. So they create this school in order to do that. (laughs) Gotta activate that DNA, man. Got to. So, you know, they're charging for this, for attending the school, obviously. They set it up like kind of an MLM where others have, other people have to recruit people in. Okay, yeah. So he learned a lot with Amway. Um, So here are just like a couple of the seminars that they offered during the early years of this Rocky Mountain Mystery School. Light laser healing technologies. I'm in. <laughs> Sign me the heck up. This is the one Light I wanted. Laser healing energies. <laughs> yes. Name, by the way. <laughs> this next one is the one that I wanted. 
the intergalactic experience like what the fuck does that entail because i'm so curious i need to know <laughs> that's my solo project after i <laughs> laser light <and> healing <laughs> all right yeah. and then oh go ahead no i was just adding energies i forgot to add energies <laughs> okay like you do and then this last one sounded suspicious to me spells and charms for women only (laughs) i mean it's not like guys are gonna know what they're doing no dicks allowed (laughs) dicks are not charming so fuck off (laughs) hot chicks only yes (laughs) all right so those are just a couple examples of what the rocky mountain school had Okay, so they open the school. They're they're really su- successful. Okay, they're making lots of money. Uh, but Duke can't keep his dick in his pants and has lots of affairs with students. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> so. What a shocker. I know. You will be so shocked to know that he and Lori divorced because of this. We thought they were going to make it. <laughs> you know, when I talk about Thor's hammer... <laughs> his arms are I so talk about my dick. <laughs> from all the masturbation masturbation okay I'm gonna cut love and out. thunder baby so <laughs> <laughs> okay so he and Lori divorce and the school basically didn't that coming. did not see it coming I thought those two would make it so they have to basically split the, the school. Um, the students are forced to take sides here. So he starts the... Mom and dad fight. I know. It makes it so hard. So he starts the modern mystery school. And she remains managing director of Triolite. Um uh, but also, when I was looking online about her, I, I found a school called Seventh Ray Mystery School, which makes me believe that that's the school that she kind of split off into when they got divorced. I don't. Yeah, I can't like confirm that as fact. That is just what I thought when I. That was a great mystery school. Is totally in the of an anime. <laughs> so. Which, by, by the way, side note, triolite, totally a medication. Ask is it your, really? No, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh. ask, ask your doctor if triolite is right You got you. me. <laughs> it really does sound like a medication. But, yeah, she's still managing director of triolite. I found her on LinkedIn. Sorry. Um, Literally did. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. But she, so Vice, that article that I've been talking about a lot in this episode here, the reporter did reach out to her to talk about Goodney, and she said that she was prohibited from talking about her life, her time with Goodney at all, per their divorce agreement. So basically, she signed like an NDA when they I was going to say their, their marriage had an NDA. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> yeah. That's, so, that's such a Silicon Valley move. <laughs> Very suspicious. <laughs> Okay, so, you know, the students are forced to pick sides. The school is split apart. So the people that chose Lori, really, that pissed Goodney off. 
And so he Doctor. sent out, I think this was tweets, okay, but this is what the Vice article quotes, and I just wanted to go ahead and quote it because it's gold. Okay, so this is what Goodney said after they split apart and the students chose, some of the students chose Lori. This so is a kids get caught in the middle. <laughs> yeah, well, this is his message to those kids that betrayed him. This is a... <laughs> This is the same story as in Star Wars with Anakin Skywalker, who turned to become Darth Vader, thinking that he was doing the right thing. He was on a mission of light until it was too late. All right. So that's one message to them. Do you think Thor was that much of a petty bitch? (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) Have you seen the golden locks and the big, huge muscles? He probably just killed them. Yeah, he was. He was a petty bitch. (laughs) Nobody tweets though. He was just like, "You're dead, right? You're dead. You're dead." Okay, so he wrote that message. He also had more to say because fuck you. So remember, I told you all that you would wander in darkness, you would be misguided, and that I would lie to you to get you off the path. Me, the descendant of Thor, lied to you. <laughs> Instead of just doing your job and fulfilling your contract, you chose negativity and judgment. Predictable to say the least, my dear humans. I would have believed that that's what he's saying. Like (laughs) This is the reality show where they take the person aside and have the little interview. (laughs) This is totally, totally weird work. I choose to believe that, like, how I said it is the voice in which he wrote that. Yes. 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 That is exactly how I imagine it. (laughs) I also choose to believe this. All right. So he divorces. The school splits apart. He's like, okay, I'm leaving again. Fuck the U.S. And he goes to Tokyo. Like And (laughs) he marries for a fourth time. Fourth uh, times the charm. Yep, a a beautiful young lady named Aiko Kurosu, who was a student of his and his translator. <clears throat> he needs to get some tips from Rael. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> They're like cut from the same cloth. Right? One is Jesus's brother. One is Thor's descendant. Thor, they both like the ladies. <laughs> they do. They but love only them. attractive ladies. Anybody that's apparently over only yeah. hot chick supply. No hot chicks them. only. <laughs> screw those guys. And that concludes part one. Tune in part next week. Part one. Whoa! What? You're cutting okay. my episode in half. Good lord, jerk. Okay, I'm sorry. It's just too long for you. We, we I got too much information for you. The ep by itself is two hours. This is so typical of a man interrupting a woman. Right? <laughs> oh, no, it's not. I just, I just wanted to leave the people wanting more. I mean, I guess that makes sense. I might be able to accept those terms. As long as you'll provide some bullet bourbon for me. Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. Yes, leave them desperate for more. <laughs> leave your mom desperate for more. You shut up! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>